It's the California Wine Country Podcast with Steve Jackson and Dan Berger. We taste, we laugh, we learn. California Wine Country, brought to you by Bottle Barn, Dan Berger, of course, and our guest today, Ross Halleck from Halleck Vineyard. All right, we're tasting this Gewürz uh, from Halleck Vineyard. Tell us about this, Ross. It's good. What year is this? This is a 2019, okay. and I'm uh, quite honored that it was just uh, awarded uh, best of class in the West Coast wine competition, just uh, North Coast wine competition just this past week, uh, ab- ab- above all other wines in Sonoma, Napa. And I was on the panel that awarded this, the gold medal. Damn, that's good. And so, um, oh, and the Sauv Blanc also won a gold medal, so oh. we, we, we were quite fortunate this year uh this wine again i think of myself as a new world winemaker old world style i have i fell in love with alsatian white wine uh gewurztraminers aoc um while i was living in kenya i lived in kenya as a young man and in kenya uh, kenya had been a, a, a british colony as had india just a short distance across the Indian Ocean. And the merchant class in Kenya at that time around independence was primarily Indian. And I grew up in Rockford, Illinois, where uh, when you went out for ethnic food, it was Italian. And so when I was introduced to Indian food in Kenya as a young man, I could not believe such a party could happen in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And they used to serve this wine as a chutney with Indian food. Really? And uh, was, it I was see it, that. it was the common uh, drink to have. Uh, you know, of course, they had the Kingfisher and the Taj Mahal, but if you were going out for a nice Indian meal, they had Gewürztraminer. Now, I will make an argument. I think this is a really important point to make, is that this wine is probably better than about 98% of the Alsace Gewürztraminers you can find. And the reason for that is that Alsace has softened their wines over mm-hmm. the last 25 years, and this wine does not compromise. There is... How much sugar is in this wine, Ross? Zero. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, we call it a dry Gewürztraminer on the label. It says dry Gewürztraminer. Dan. Yeah, this is a, a style of wine that is very, very, very hard to make uh, because... Uh, Gewürztraminer is a grape variety that actually is partially red. It doesn't show it on the vine. It becomes it's pink in the late seasons, uh, late season uh, air, uh, ages. As the time goes by on the vine, the red uh, grape uh, skin color comes out, and that signifies tannins. And this wine, therefore, could possibly be slightly bitter in the finish. The only way this wine comes into this uh, uh, incarnation the way Rick Davis has made it is to make sure that it is not pressed heavily and that means you can't very make very much of this stuff. You can't make much at all. If you press too much you get more juice but the juice is going to be bitter. So therefore you don't press this very much and you keep the alcohol as low as possible with the un- understanding that with, if you, unless you pick it correctly you're not going to get the flavor. And if you pick it correctly, you get the flavor, and then you get too much alcohol, and that kills the wine. So it's a very, very tricky process. And this is a very hard wine to make, and there's, very, there's not very much profit in this wine because you have to charge a lot to make a great one, and then people rebel because they say, well, that's too much for Gerdes from here. No, not this one. This is a ter- sensational bottle of wine and really deserves all the accolades it's received. Any thoughts, Matt? 
Yeah, it's absolutely delicious. Besides Recall Newsom? <laughs> recall Newsom. I got my mask. You know that. Um, but this is absolutely delicious. I'm a beer drinker, and I'm a red dr- wine drinker, and, you know, I could see drinking this. I mean, this is, you know, I thought I was showing up for a beer drinking show, Steve. I apologize. <laughs> That's on Thursday. But you guys have changed my mind. Absolutely outstanding wine. It's, I mean, it's, it makes sense. That, like you said, it, it comes, it's parts kind of a little bit red with the this, this skin of the grape. Right. It's absolutely delicious. It's dry. It doesn't leave any of that sweet flavor. That but there's no bitterness. All. None. Right. I mean, this is delicious. Wow. Absolutely delicious, though. It really is. What's the alcohol on this? 14.1 alcohol, but it's but it doesn't show the alcohol. No, the Verstmeiner is a sweet grape, so yeah. obviously if, if you have a dry one, it's going to be a little higher in alcohol. But yeah, uh, you ferment all the sugars out, you're going to get alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this Pinot Noir that you're getting, Ross, what what's the vintage on that? 2017. Okay, the current release of a. Now this is really the grape variety that Ross is best known for. Pinot Noir, and it's yeah. always a fabulous experience, partially as a result of Rick Davis not attempting to get color more than he gets flavor. He gets flavor and aromatics before he gets any worry about color, and then he doesn't do anything to improve the color. So these wines are always going to be somewhat pale, because it's fresh in River Valley. What do you want? This is what you get. This is quite an experience. And Ross, you folks are making six different Pinots? Six different Pinots, yeah. And, and um, it's interesting. I, I wouldn't call this pale. I would call it jewel-like. So it's more it, like garnet it or... Bur- it's perfect burgundy color. Mm-hmm. So it's garnet or ruby, translucent. It, it, it glistens in the, in, in, in the light. Um, it's, it's not your typical California Russian River fruit bomb. Yeah, and I don't like the fruit bombs, personally. Well... I mean, some some of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. This stuff is really very uh, elegant, and that's exactly what good quality Burgundy is all about. It's elegance. And this is a fabulous example of Russian River Valley, but from Sebastopol Hills, as opposed to the colder regions of uh, Free, Freestone and the southern reaches. And the Middle Reach is just north of here. And that is a whole different experience. But this one has this aromatic that's very much like burgundy. I love the nose. This is like walking among the vines after a rainfall. 2017. 2017, Three Sons. This is our, without meaning to be pejorative, it's our entry-level wine. We call it our handshake wine. Uh, It's the wine most people are introduced to us through because it's the wine that is priced such that can be sold as uh, by the glass at restaurants. And uh, we have some favorite restaurants that do that, and uh, it brings people to our door. We love that. Now, Halleck wines available at Bottle Barn? They are not. He doesn't make very much of this wine. This is almost non-existent. I mean, you have to go directly to the winery to get any of this stuff. <laughs> we sell exclusively to our wine club. We About 85, maybe 90% is sold to our wine club, <coughs> and then uh, we have about... 10 or 15% that is sold to the finest restaurants in Sonoma County, San Francisco, New York, and Chicago. It's HallockVineyard.com, H-A-L-L-E-C-K, HallockVineyard.com. Ross, can you you, uh, tell us a little bit about how different uh, 17 was from prior vintages? Well, the only thing I remember about 2017 are the fires. 
and uh, it's it's hard to put into context uh, tracking the weather when we were so concerned about the fires in 2017. I woke up to them burning across the valley from me uh, on in the west Sebastopol Hills. Now, that said, we did not we didn't have any smoke issues because the fires happened after harvest. So if I w- was to really squeeze my brain, I think it was a perfect vintage. I think 2017, like everything was like clockwork. It was, you know, bud break in sort of mid-March, early March, and six months on the vines and no, no stress for water or for uh, uh, moisture. Uh, we didn't have a lot of issues with with mold and uh, mitigation. It was really a beautiful vintage. Russian River Valley has been growing Pinot Noir for quite some time since Mm -hmm. Davis Bynum, and uh, we now know that you can't wait to harvest these grapes. You've got to get them early, and that was the blessing uh, in 17 because the fires never affected 95% of the Pinot Noir harvest. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely true. Now, I will remember also, though, the day of harvest, Oh, this is this is a story. We uh, we had a crew coming. Uh, I think it was the seventeenth of October, and uh, the fire started, and they did not show. And Jennifer and I, my partner, my ex-wife, uh, started at ten o'clock in the morning, and we picked grapes until eight o'clock in the morning ourselves with our vineyard manager. Three of us had to pick the entire the entire crop, and uh, that was. Uh, an experience that will I will and, always and remember. I've harvested I harvested grapes for ten years, and let me tell you, that's not a picnic. <laughs> no, no, and we were being we were being um, uh, showered with ash, and uh, we were wearing masks to protect us from the smoke. Picking and picking and picking until the sun came up, and then I had to drive the fruit to the winery at at that time, and then I had to return the truck. <laughs> Wow. That I had borrowed, and then I collapsed. Literally, <laughs> picking grapes is is no fun at all. Let me tell you that you have to fight off you have to fight off spiders, and you've got all kinds of other issues. You've got rocks on the ground, and you can't. Bend and you're your carrying back too much. You're, you're carrying forty pound lugs of grapes I, up I, steep hills to empty into a truck and you bend down to pick these things and your back starts to give out on you it's just it's no it's it's a lot of dan tell me why i love this pinot so much i think part of it is the fact that we in at this at this show um california wine country we have tasted pinot noirs for several years almost every other day every other show yeah and this one comes up to the pinnacle of quality because it crafts the grape in such a way so that the tannins are there and yet they're not there. Right. The fruit is an upfront and in the aftertaste it's all about the personality of the wine. I don't know how long this bottle has been opened, but this has obviously seen some some air and it's brilliantly structured so that you don't have any of the uh, bite that comes from a freshly opened bottle. From seventeen you're still talking about three full years. And that really helps uh, where the wine is today. We're so, we've already seen lots of 18s and even some 19s already released. Mm-hmm. And that's just silly for Pinot Noir. This wine is just in its uh, infancy stages all, still, even though it's three years old. Delightful wine. I 
like it. Yeah. And I know Matt does, too. My comment here is this guy, Dan, is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all this. This is absolutely Gee, you're just figuring this out? I'm just figuring this out. It's California wine country. Ross Halleck is here from Halleck Vineyard. This Pinot is sticking with me. Now I'm really hungry. You'll have to make a rare roast beef to work best with this wine. Because if you had a steak, you would overpower the wine. This wine is mm-hmm. so... This is really a white wine with color. It's really a delicate, beautifully mm. aromatic, but also structured red wine. So it's easy to drink all by itself. Serve it with some cheese. Some aged cheddar would be good. And then put it with some maybe rare roast beef. Great stuff. I think uh, uh, a filet mignon, you know, is... Uh, as long as it's not too char-grilled. Yes. <laughs> Mike, will you go to the filet... Uh, <laughs> Uh, thing in the bottom of the uh, station. Yeah. It's bring light some, and fat. Bring some fillets up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow, this is really good. And as far as uh, the the vineyard, the winery, uh, and tasting and such, what's the story there now that we're we are tasting? Uh, we are still tasting outdoors, but fortunately, the weather is is with us. Sure. And uh, we realized that the tasting outdoors thing, although was uh, a challenge during the winter. In fact, we shut down for the winter. Uh, with the weather as it is and the views that we have from the vineyard overlooking Sonoma County, that tasting indoors has uh, um, it, it falls short. So we are still... Yeah, stay we, outside and look yeah. at the vineyards and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Tell everyone where exactly you're located so they can uh, go to HallockVineyard.com and make reservations. Well, HallockVineyard.com is exactly H-A-L-L-E-C-K, vineyard without an S. Thank you very much. Yes, thank and, you. And uh, um, we are in West Sebastopol between uh, Sebastopol and Freestone. And it is by appointment. Of course. Everything is at the winery tastings these mm-hmm. days, and we understand. Wow. Well, you would be surprised how many people show up at my door. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. That's why we keep saying this on the, on the show, you know, make an appointment and giving the, uh, the website, hallockvineyard.com. Ross Hallock, thank you so much.